Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Number My Day for Men podcast, where we discuss all things man and God. I'm your host, DC. Join us in the fight for manhood, God's way. Please welcome today's guest, Mike Morgan. Mike is a school psychologist in California, and he works with at-risk youth. How are you doing today, Mike? Doing fantastic. Good, good. So tell us a little about yourself. Well, um, I'm a school psychologist, and I'm in California. Some of my interests and hobbies are, of course, being out in California. Gotta love the nature. Oh, yeah. Gotta love the beauty of California. Love going to the ocean, and love taking the kids to the beach. Just enjoying truly a lot of the beauty out here that God has created and a lot of the inspiration in Southern California. Any uh, camping, hiking, things um, like that? Yeah, we do some We do some hiking. Try to do some camping when we, mm-hmm. we get the time. But <laughs> more hiking probably than, than camping. Why did you decide to join us today? You know, I think it's important. I was praying a lot about this. To talk about the importance as a man of not taking on the burdens of life by yourself and thinking that you have it all under control, putting on that mask of, of, Hey, it's all good when it's really not. Mm -hmm. And then trying to pretend that the ship is upright and not really knowing where to go to, or, you know, confiding in other Christian brothers, but ultimately giving it, to God. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's so easy to uh, pretend. I think it's so easy to it is. be part of the material world of possessions, which give the illusion that it's all good when it's mm-hmm. all not. Mm-hmm. And uh, my good brother in Christ and I were talking about this, so I wanted to kind of talk about the power of reaching out to others and the power of... of Ultimately, surrendering it to God and letting God rebuild you through Christ. So, how have you experienced that in your life? A couple ways. Uh, being in Southern California, for those that are familiar with out here, there was there's been real estate ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Catch the 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 market going up. You definitely think you got it all under control, and you definitely think that hey, look what I did. It was all me. I didn't need no help doing this, right? And then you start putting a couple bucks in the bank. You know, you start seeing that 401k go up. You start thinking, I can do this on my own. <laughs> You're right. And, and 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 then you give God the glory. <laughs> once you once you got the six check once you got the, the chip stacked, then you give God the glory. But yeah. you know, what 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 happens when that doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. What what happens when you think you got it going on and everything's fine, and then it's not. Hmm. What happens when it crashes? What happens when your 401 is a 201? What happens when your house drops in value by 50%? Mm-hmm. What happens when there's illnesses and catastrophic situations that you weren't planning for? Right. Where, where do you go then? Yeah. Who, do you, who do you turn to? Do you, do you tell yourself, well... Them's, them's the break so I can handle it by, on myself, right? <laughs> we try to, don't we? Man, Absolutely. I know I've tried to. Absolutely. Do we get angry? Do we do we tell ourselves, 
man, God, I, it was all going great. And now why did, why is, why am I going through this? Why is, why are you putting me through this burden? Right? Do we lash out at significant others? Do we get angry? Right? Do we get frustrated? And what happens when you hit that moment, that true, in my, in my life, that true moment of, I got to surrender this. And that's kind of my testimony right. is having it all. Yeah. Losing most of it. Mm-hmm. And really, as a man saying, who am I? Who is this God I claim to know? Where is he? Is he real? Are you there? It's so easy to call on him when you got it all. What do you do when you lose most of it or lose all of it? Is he still there? Does he still exist? And for me, that was the true search. I truly believe God will take you through fires. So you hit a point of surrendering. And you hit a point in your life where you go, I'm ready now. Rebuild me. Take me through the fire. Burn off the excess. I surrender. I'm yours. Yes. Build me back up to be a man of God. I just can't encourage men out there who have gone through similar situations to realize God's not vindictive. He's not an angry God. He's not out there to get you. He's there to rebuild you. He's there to put you through a trial, to put you through the fire. He's there to get you situated so now you can do his will and you can give him the glory. And not only what you lost, it's gone, but it's always his to begin with. But he'll give you back what you didn't need (laughs) and then some. What you realize is when you start that journey back with God about him rebuilding your life, you get so much more because you realize. Amen, brother. Yeah, amen. Because you realize. And this is so powerful. What you realize, what, what, what good does it have if you have everything, but you don't have your soul? Yeah. What, what good is it to possess the world when you don't possess your soul? Right. So God rebuilds you with having your soul. Then he gives you what you need in the material world, <laughs> not vice versa. That was a journey that, that, <laughs> that I've been on <laughs> and that I've, uh, you know, I've wanted, I've wanted to tell because you don't really believe it unless you go through it, right? Oh yeah. You don't really, oh, be- yeah. you don't really believe it until you, oh yeah, until you are up against situations that mm-hmm. we believe we're immune to it. We believe we're immune to it, yeah. Until it happens to us, yeah, or situations that we can't get out of, yeah, yeah. And we say, well, okay, I've, I've, I've heard the message. I, I go to church. I know the prayers, but am I a fan or am I a follower? Who am I? Do I really believe this is true, right? Is, does this, is this going to work? And what does God say? Test me. Yeah. Call on me. See if it works. I challenge you. Reach out to me, right? He's always at the door. But you got to open it. You got to say, come through the door. But why does it take tragedy? Why does it take having to get to that point of surrendering? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, that's when we hear them. We don't. We don't hear them when everything else is great. But when do we hear that still voice of God? God, I got nowhere else to go. And then He says, "Ah, now you understand. Now, <laughs> now you're willing to hear me. Let's work through this together." You know, I used to work hard and try to build business so I can have money to buy things. Mm-hmm. And then when I lost everything, I realized that the 
best things in life are free. I, I realize my wife was still there. She didn't leave me. Mm-hmm. And later on, we, we've had children. My kids could care less about anything except spending time with their, their mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Just has clicked. I mean, like recently. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. Like, wow. Well, like, I can't pay for this. Right. You know, if I was a, a billionaire, I couldn't pay for this. Right. Gifts that God gives us are free. They're free. They're all free. They're all free. They're all free. They're all free. <laughs> right. That's 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 the greatness of God. That's the well. Let's look at the original gift. Absolutely. Right? Dying on the cross. Absolutely. There, there's your fundamental original gift. Right. Right. And therefore, all these gifts in the natural, like you said, they're all free. They're all God given. They're all God orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Family, friends, yeah. health. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. People in your life that support you, challenges you come across. Mm-hmm. Even challenges are gifts. They are. But you have to see them as gifts. And you don't, you don't see them as gifts when you have all these other <laughs> gifts in the natural. Right? Right. So, like you were saying, you, you've kind of realized the gifts that I have aren't to be purchased. Yes. Because once you start not losing but realizing material possessions truly aren't what I'm on this earth for, even though they're mm-hmm. important, mm-hmm. you start realizing what the true importance is. That's true. So what is the biggest thing that you can think of that you had to overcome? Um, fear. Fear fear of, here's the best way to explain it. When you think you have it and you own it and you're holding it in your hand, you start seeing it drip through your hand. Mm. And so what you do is you hold it tighter and you squeeze it harder and you start losing it. It starts dripping more. Mm-hmm. So you start holding it tighter and it starts dripping more. <laughs> right? Right. Instead of the blessings <laughs> overflowing out of your hand, you created your own blessings yeah. and ain't no one going to get them. Yeah. So you start holding them in tighter and tighter. If you have to start dipping into your blessings <laughs> that you think you created and you don't give God the glory for, well, guess what happens? <laughs> they start even disappearing quicker. And you start looking at your accounts. They go from six figures to five, mm-hmm. to four, to three, to two, to one. Mm-hmm. And you're going, what is going on? What happened? What happened <laughs> to what I thought mattered the most? Wow. What happened? And then you combine that with a couple situations in the natural. And you go, how things were months ago, a year ago aren't going the direction I thought they should continue to go. But you never think of it in the moment of God's part of this. God has a plan behind this. He does. You're going through the fire. Yes. Because you're possessing. Mm-hmm. Your possessions are now possessing you. Yeah. So he's burning some of that away. And when he gets you through that fire, you're now ready. You're refined. Mm. You're ready to go do his will and be a warrior for Christ. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times what we possess, our possessions start possessing us. We don't want to give them away because of fear, because we're scared. That's that's the true struggle that I went through was, God, you give me division and you promised the provision, but how come the provision is being taken? But I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that he was... He was recalibrating it yeah. to do his purpose. Yeah. It was always his to begin with. That's right. But guess what? That's right. What? I thought it was always mine. Oh, yeah. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Like, this is mine. 
I did this. I created this. I created it. I made the money in the market. I did. <laughs> right? Right? It was my my own personal wise decisions. It was my brilliance. <laughs> it was my pride. <laughs> See, we can laugh now. Going through it hurts. Hurts. But on the well, other end, thank God. It's true. It's true. And you, you never would, you, before this, I never would have thought I would be sitting here mm. saying that's my testimony. Wow. Because you want to know what got in the way? What? Pride. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. What, what do you hold on to before the fall? What do you hold on to? And for all the men out there, when, when you're holding on to your pride and you think it's all you and God's not part of the equation, remember what comes after holding on to that. But you think, you, you know, as a man, you don't want to relinquish pride, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to, you don't want to put God first when everything's going great. But then when it's not, the first thing that's exposed is your pride. It is. And then when we hold on to that, God says, well, guess what's next? Yep. But it's at the fall where you can learn the most about your walk with Christ. Amen. So what is the greatest lesson that you have learned? That God's always there. That God, God, God isn't absent during the difficult times. He's not looking down and God isn't saying, well, see, look at you. This is what you deserve. Hmm. You screwed it up. Now you deal with it. It's not my mess, it's your mess. I never felt that. I always felt like I always felt like God was it's almost like C.S. Lewis mm-hmm. when when he said, I now believe, but I'm reluctantly believing. Mm-hmm. I've now surrendered. He heard that voice and eventually said, Hey, okay, you got me. I'm surrendering. That's what happened. God was always there. He was always part of it, but I never really wanted to hear him because I thought I had it handled. It wasn't until I listened where it started making sense. Hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't until I was in situations that were impossible for me to get through and he showed up. Yeah. And each and every time he got me through unimaginable situations that in the natural were impossible <laughs> for me to navigate. Every time he walked me through them, whether hmm. it was a financial blessing Mm-hmm. Uh, emotional support, support for my family. Yeah. He had my back, but I was still struggling because I truly didn't want to think that I couldn't handle all those situations. Mm. But the more I look back on the most challenging times, uh-huh. there's no other explanation. There's no other explanation <laughs> other than God already calibrated this journey. Right. And in the times where, where it was the darkest, the absolute darkest, darkest, darkest moments, he shone, he shone the brightest. Wow. That's, that's, that's the best way I can explain it. Yeah. It's the best yeah. way. Yeah. I had the most peace when I surrendered. <laughs> when I surrendered, yes. I had more yes. peace when I had nothing than I ever did when I had it all. 100% correct. Yeah. I had more peace <laughs> when I was rock bottom. Yes. And I had to surrender it all. Well, how else do you explain that? There's no other way. There's no other way. And and for God to be part of that, knowing when it when 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 it's the darkest, mm-hmm. that's when you that's when He shines the brightest. That's that's the best way I can explain it. Good way to explain it. <laughs> yeah. 
So how has being a Christian man affected what you do? It, it's, it's helped me a lot of ways. It, it's helped me talk to other men, Christian and non-Christian, mm-hmm. and understand we all have journeys mm-hmm. and we all have struggles. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we all have issues that we're up against in the natural and the supernatural on a daily basis. And not to think that the more I pretend and put on the facade of having it together, the more behind that mask, I may be struggling the worst. Hmm. And it's okay to let a Christian brother, yes, even a non-Christian brother know, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting here because there's similar journeys. Before, you know, during my non-Christian days, I would have said, deal with it, suck it up. Man up. Oh, of course. It's a mama hurt. Of course. <laughs> right? Yeah, we got to be macho. We got to be macho. We got to, hey, do you, you know, you put yourself here, figure it out. Maybe there's still truth to that. You know, maybe, maybe you know, there's there's still truth yeah. to consequences to action. Sure. I think the key difference is, is that now we rely on God to help us out of it instead of, hey, you do it yourself. Right. We can have this discussion of, well, tell me your, tell me your play. Tell me your trouble. <laughs> tell me what you're struggling with. Let's go to the word. What's the word there say about go. it? There what does go. God say about this? Let, let's go back to the truth. How does the truth say to navigate through this? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it releases that, not a burden, but it releases that challenge of, as a man, having to just figure it out on our own. Because we have, we have God's word that says, mm-hmm. this is how you get through this. That's what it's there for. That's right? what it's there for. <laughs> I know in my... A lot of my Christian discussions have been about, well, what's the what's the word say about your struggle? What's the word say about my struggle? Mm-hmm. Let's talk there yeah. instead of let's talk about the natural fixes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about God's plan for the journey. So, what has uh, led you to become a psychologist? In the beginning, I always I always had this desire to to listen to people. I'm a much better listener than I'm a speaker. Over the years, I've become probably a better speaker, but I've always just liked to hear stories. Mm. I was never content with not having a point of talking about getting through an issue or a problem. And so I just, I was always interested in in listening and then helping people with their challenges. Mm. I've always felt that even before being a Christian, God was lining this up. Yeah. He yeah. had this path set for me, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, and that's okay. But God had this calibrated. Mm. He had the journey, but I had to take. I had to start the journey. Oh yeah. He had it for me though. Oh yeah. I've always kind of felt true to that calling, and and then as the years gone by, and I became a Christian and started to understand what that meant, it started to really make sense that not only in the natural can I help people, but I can also. Have have that Christian discussion with people about, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a there's an author of this that is much greater than any anyone that we know. Yes, and there's wisdom that's beyond comprehension oh, yeah. yes. that we can talk about, and let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Yes. So I've I've I felt true to the calling. I felt absolutely true. Yes. yes. And how's that journey gone? How many years? Twenty. Twenty years. Twenty years this year. And how how has that journey gone yeah ups and downs mm-hmm. but i'd encourage the men that are out there listening to this when when you when you tap into god's calling and it, you may take as we like to say the country road to get there 
<laughs> You'll know. And in, in SoCal, we have the interstates. And sometimes take the interstates to get to God's calling. But even taking the country road, you know you're on the right road. You do. When it's ordained by God. You, you, you know you're on the right path. You just know it. You just you know it. And there's peace with that. So I'd encourage those that are struggling with that to really pray about it. Because there's incredible peace when you connect into the journey that God has ordained for your life. So do you have any last words? I'd encourage everyone who's listening to stay in the word and to stay positive and to reach out, to realize people are hurting. And when you can be that light, when you can be that salt of the earth, be it. I truly believe that's what Christ wants us to do. I truly believe when we answer that question, what have you done with my son? It's important we understand, you know, to be the salt, to be the light on this earth. I know it's it's changed my life. It's changed my not only natural path, it's honestly changed my eternal oh, yeah. journey. Obviously, that's what's the most critical oh, yeah. for, 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 for me, that it's not just about the here and now, but yes. about about eternity. But as long as I'm here, I want to keep talking about Christ, understanding as I go through the journey of life, the ups and downs, mm -hmm. I know that God will always be with me. That's good for me. It's good enough for me. Father God, thank you for allowing me to meet with Darnell and to talk about my testimony and to talk about the power of what you can do. And obviously, it's, it's not about me. It's not about my journey. It's about you. It's always been about you. It'll always be about you. So I thank you for allowing me to give you the glory and to give you the honor. And I thank you for being there for me at all times and continuing to be there for me at all times. I want to pray for everyone listening that God will do what is needed in your lives. Regardless of the journey you're on, you will know that he's always there for you now and forever. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please visit us at numbermyday.com slash men to find out what we're all about and to join us in the fight for manhood God's way. Thank you.